spotlight's on, Eric. About time. The spotlight is on. And before we get to the book, usually we say our nonsense about where you can find us on the intro net. But we Turns have a new out it's place everywhere. you can find them. Well, there's a new place you can find us. We did start a Patreon account. And I know that this sort of thing, people get angry when you start doing this. But I think all of the podcasting, Eric, we have done, we deserve to talk about it just a little, right? Just a I agree. smidgen. Uh, but yes, we started a Patreon account. And I ask everyone listening to just go and check it out it's at patreon.com slash weird science you can search weird science on the patreon website or you can go to a link that we have on the show notes of this episode you could also go to our award-winning site weird science dc comics.com on on the right side on the right sidebar is what we call it eric there sure is. is a link as well and i'll tell you it took us a while to do this patreon thing and when we decided to go with it uh we decided to do something a little bit different i kind of went and looked at a lot of other Patreons, not just comic book websites and comic book podcasts or things like that, but other places. And most of these places, they give you trinkets and and comics. But the thing that got me is when you do sign up and you get these things, maybe a decal, Eric, a T-shirt, but you get it once. You, you sign up. Do this is a subscription that you're really signing up for, and you sign up and get a goddamn decal. I don't need a decal. How about you? You want a decal? I'll give you a decal. Where am I going to put out. that decal? <laughs> yeah, but really, I know. Some people put them on the car, maybe oh. on your door, at your maybe dorm room. Oh. But no, I, I actually, that's not something that interests me at all. So when we decided to do this, we wanted to do a little bit different and give people a lot. And the problem is, we started off... Uh, setting ourselves up for failure, Eric, it seemed, because we have 50-plus hours of podcasting. Yeah, it's crazy. So we already are giving you a 10-plus hour podcast. We do a pop culture podcast. We do the spotlight. Uh, we do a new weekly. 52 review. And this is every every goddamn week. We really don't take a break. We've only ever missed one week of our main podcast ever. It was second week. We've and gone week two. two and Nobody's a half listening years. back then. So yeah, we've gone matter. 127 weeks now. This will be straight. We have not taken a break. So... People did say, when I talked about people, hey, we might do this Patreon, basically so that we can kind of do more. Uh, but they said, oh, you're ridiculous. You already give out too much. And what you should do is take that new 52, grab it off the, you know, don't give it out for free. Make that a Patreon. Take the uh, pop culture thing, pull it off for free. And that's not what we wanted to do at the start here. We want to give more, 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 Eric. So basically, more, if you more, do more, go more. and sign up for our Patreon, you will see that we actually offer over eight exclusive Patreon shows a month. There'll only be things that are on Patreon. So the, you have all this nonsense we already do, and we're willing to give you eight more shows a month. And that, that's crazy. But one of them is, and it, it's kind of pertaining to tonight, uh, it is an exclusive Patreon-only spotlight every week where we'll review a book or books that will only be available to Patreon supporters. So if you want to go and, and get everything on Friday night and even over the weekend if there's more than one will release a Patreon exclusive that will be up for vote from the Get Fresh crew. Boop, boop. So oh. if you join up, you're part of the Get Fresh crew, you're at the level, you'll be able to vote which book it is, and they won't be on the main podcast. So this week, I just want to tell you. And you can sit back and talk, think to yourself, man, I'm a Patreon subscriber. Yeah. 
I'm helping them out. Points. Listen to this. I'm the only one hearing this. But yeah, the, this week uh, the vote was in, and new Superman number 12 will be a Patreon exclusive review. And it'll just be like the spotlight. We'll have some stuff, a little fun. And actually, before the new Superman number 12, we're actually going to do a little round of Is Wrong Turn Right? And if you know what that is, you're probably smiling right now. I actually quizzed Wrong Turn this week, and we have a whole bunch of, of questions and stuff. And Reggie you will be here with You quizzed him, and I tried my damn to make him shit his pants out of yes, fear. Yes, yes. So New Superman number 12, obviously, is a Reggie book. So Reggie will be with us for this spotlight as well. But also, after that... During the weekend at some time, I think Saturday morning, me and Reggie are going to get together and do a separate exclusive spotlight with Legion of Superheroes, Bugs Bunny, and Martian Manhunter, Marvin the Martian uh, book. So you can go and you'll already get two of those. And they come out before the regular podcast comes out. So you'll get a head start, listen to what's going on, you'll get the full picture. But we're also going to have a bunch of other shows. I'm going to do a show with my kids that's called Jim Has Issues with His Kids. And it's going to have games, nonsense. Uh, See, it's funny, Jim, because it's true. It is true. It's true. That's the joke. Uh, we also are going to have a monthly, and that'll be monthly. We'll also have once a month, uh, I'm going to do a thing called Back Issues Review, and I'm going to go and read and review a a comic book from the past. I really just thought it was you complaining about how much no, your back No, it, it hurt. may be, but we'll have that. It's going to be. That's not just a DC comic either. It could be any company. We also have a necessary nonsense show with me, Eric, and Reggie that has top five list. F. Mary kills tons of nonsense. It's basically what the Just for the Hell of It podcast used to be. There's also something I'm going to have uh, once a month called the Weird Science Theater, where I pull clips from our show archives and give you a little background and commentary about them. I'm sure there's never going to be a review on that it's going to be all the goddamn nonsense that's uh, about right even there's already people already saying that they want to have a wrong turn extravaganza like oh, a big geez. wrong turn thing it's going to take me a bit but i'm going to go through the archives pull out some stuff and and instead of going back and listening to ten thousand, you know things hours of podcasting i'll try to grab some fun stuff and talk about it you also get the new 52 review podcast two weeks early you can be included in deciding everything we do including that exclusive spotlight. And I said, the big thing I kept hearing when deciding to do this thing was that we were already giving too much away for free to be anything, but to have any support. And if you're sitting there thinking, you know what, Jim, you son of a bitch, you already give us too much for free for me to have any free time just sit back and think about that and maybe support us just because of that. If, if yeah. we are already giving you too much for free, maybe you could just come and, and be like a minor supporter and, you know, make uh, what we do worthwhile. And in ending all of this, before we get to the big book of the week, Eric, the reason I think that we are able to do what we do in this podcast, all the podcasts we do, is up to this point, uh, we're pretty honest, guys. And we've, we've heard that. People well, appreciate we're honest. I don't know we're not you. yelling about you're, – you're stepping on my toes here. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to be serious here. We're, we're, we're honest with our reviews. We're honest about things. We don't just make up shit. And we're not freaking you know, positive for positivity's sake. We scream and yell. And we like to give people something to listen to throughout the week so that their lives can be a little better while they listen to how awful our lives are. And sure. I'll say if you trust me, and to a lesser point, jokey Eric here. I promise Joking that nothing, I, you're a liar. Telling you, if I promise, I'm promising to everybody. If you do go <laughs> and support us on Patreon, I will make sure that you will get every penny's worth 
that that you give. I'm telling you, and more. You already know. I've already we started this. I've already added like two or three more shows anyway. And then me and Reggie are doing an extra spotlight this week. I can't stand to have people just not get their money's worth if they do this. So that is my full out promise. I hope that means something. And like I said, besides the all these other podcasts going the Patreon where they're going to give you a Funko or they're going to give you a trade paperback. Who You don't need that clutter. Yeah, no. We'll give you more of why you like us in the first place, which is more and more shows. But, Eric, we're here to talk about the big book of the week, which is the Dark – what is it called? Dark, dark Days, days the Dark Forge. <laughs> the Forge. And basically when this came out, I, I think that a lot of people were – not as hyped for this. It, it really is odd. And I think that maybe I, – I know that a lot of people seem to love the button. They are going nuts about that button. I thought it was very uh, kind of small. I, I didn't – it didn't really you know, jive with me of a quote-unquote the biggest thing since the, the Rebirth special, things like that. And so I think that it kind of killed the hype a little for this. Plus, I'm telling you, I know that the hype was down for me and you because we didn't even know when the fucking thing came out. We no, actually we said – we Yeah, last week. We thought it was coming out. We thought it was coming out annuals week at one point, and that made sense to us. Yeah. We were like, okay, that's pretty cool. We'll do that. And then we're like, no, no, and actually it was two weeks after that. That meaning this week. And it did shock us. And, and it came out, and I read it when we got the review copy. I read it right away. Actually, I paged through it. I didn't really, but I paged through it. And just paging through it, I actually told people without spoiling it, I said it on the podcast last week, this actually feels something big. This actually feels like an event. It has that, that feel to it, except for one minor thing that we'll get into when we talk that uh. I really think was a, a miscue on DC's part, and it's in the art department, Eric. I'm not going to spoil what I'm saying. It's in the art department. There's a certain artist that should not have been in this book because it it, it actually just threw everything off. I'm telling you, it wasn't even in the issue itself. I'm going through, so you have all these things. You have these variant covers, and I get to John Romita Jr.'s variant cover. I'm like, boy, that looks like shit. And really, I'll tell you, the reason he came from basically Marvel and they signed him to do some DC stuff was to do the Superman book with Jeff Johns in the New 52. And he draws the worst Superman I've ever seen. And we said it back then. Yeah, we said it back then that why would you get him to do a book? Now, I'll tell you, Batman's a close second, Eric. (laughs) Fucking nonsense. (laughs) But I'm not going to step on my toes anymore. Uh, Let's talk about it right now. Dark Days of the Forge, number one, written by Scott Snyder and James Tynan IV, with art by Jim Lee, Andy Kuber, John Romita Jr., Scott Williams, Klaus Jansen, Danny Mickey, Alex Sinclair, Jeremiah Skipper, and Steve Wands. Skipper. Skipper. (laughs) Our summary event begins here, and we see that it entails Batman continuing his investigation he's been on for years pertaining to some strange metal that seems to be affecting the Earth's core, while also tracking back to the Court of the Owls and Endgame. If that wasn't enough, we have multiverse-spanning frequencies tied to it and some hidden secrets shown to Hawkman before each of his reincarnations. There you go, Eric. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Even when you start... That's the thing. I'm writing this thing up, I'm like... Fuck, this goddamn book is dense. What the hell am I yeah, going to say it, here? it is very dense. This is the rundown. The, the thing about it is it's dense with the, you know, it's dense with a, a couple Easter egg things and like that. But it's also dense because it is just an introduction of what's going on. So when you read this, your head kind of gets it's spinning at points. Yeah, I'm telling you, and, it's an introduction to a mystery. And you just sit yeah. here like, man. 
This seems and, like it might really, be big. I wish I knew we, what it was. Yeah, before we go on, just the whole – and basically what you said, it just feels big. And it feels like this is the next biggest thing since the – Rebirth Rebirth special, special. it really does. Uh, And you go in, and again, it's Scott Snyder and James Tynan. I'll give them a lot of credit. It really, to me, it felt very Jeff Johns-esque to me, more than a Scott Snyder and James Tynan. Like, Scott Snyder, he's giving... This is pure out action. And he did say, and not just action, like you said, it's dense with things, but he's not over-explaining things. And maybe that's your problem. Yeah. Uh, but I like it, because, like you well, said... The thing, the thing is, too, the, the real Jeff Johns thing to me is that the characters that Scott Snyder and Tynan are using in this issue aren't like the normal characters no. you would think of when I you just, think of these writers. Felt, it felt like something along the lines of... Dark Side War and the Rebirth special. Now, the yeah. other thing that really, this is finally what I've been asking for when they kill off characters in the universe, because we get this and we have tons of questions, right? We're, we're not going to get any answers for a month. And we know that. And that, that doesn't bother me. Like I said, no. I like when you have a, say, an I am Bane, and then you wait all this time and you're supposed to get an epilogue and you don't get answers, then I get mad. But if you're given these answers and this is the setup, then it goes to the casting and then all oh, is it the casting. I always forget. Yes. And then it goes off to metal. And I just think that this is so well done to the point where I'm fired up. I, I actually am. And we're ones to say a lot of times. Hey, we're going to sit back. Let's let's wait to see what happens. You know what? We've seen this nonsense before. This actually gets me fired up. And I think that talking to probably four or five people about it, each person is fired up about something else. So, uh, you know, each one, like some are Hawkman fired up. Some are Plastic Man. Like it goes down the list that people are fired up about different things. I think that is a pretty cool deal and now, shows you, you that this you is Do you think it was good. a misstep to freaking come out right away when they're talking about, you know, the Forge casting a metal to say that this all leads to this dark matter fucking branding where we're going to have these spinoffs of the story and we're going to have these new freaking books based yeah, on Yeah, I think guys. that that was weird. Do you think, I think that was they a misstep have... or do you yeah, think, they, think they, should they should have waited should... like halfway through the summer or towards the end of this to like come I, out I and think say that maybe even announce it after this first issue to right. kind of get like, holy shit. But the problem is, is right now what you're saying and what I agree with that it's weird is that I don't know what like some of these may not even be like some of these might be dark multi. I don't know. Yeah, this don't one know. shows the immortal men or whatever seem to be in our universe because we see them in this. But then yes. I want to wait to see these other guys and things like, like damage that. sideways. The yeah, like yeah. I want to know what's going on. Is that something that they're going to come across as they go and things like that? Uh, but we start off the issue with Hawkman. And I think you want to hear a misstep. I think that death of Hawkman was a huge misstep. They never should have had that. If this I'm was the plan you, all along. A, yeah, there had to be a plan going in, but that you knew that death of Hawkman was coming out while you were working on this. So there's yeah. no way this should have happened because no. death of Hawkman, like if you didn't read Savage Hawkman in the new 52 and then you're jumping in the rebirth and oh, there's this death of Hawkman thing going on. I'll check out this character. Yeah. Maybe get a little Adam Strange. You pretty much jump in there and you're like, okay, Hawkman's a goddamn alien from the planet Thanagar. Yeah. I'm great. That, that works for you. The problem is, if you've been reading since the New 52, we started out with Carter Hall, you know, yeah. archaeologist who found some nth metal and became the savage Hawkman because of it. And then halfway through that series, oh, no, I'm not actually Carter Hall yeah. human. I'm an alien from the planet Thanagar who just forgot that and thought I was human and called myself Carter Hall. So now we have the alien origin within this fucking, you know, first year, of, I think it was, 
of the Savage Hawkman. No. Two origins. I, I'm telling you, I would have never have let that Death of Hawkman come out. It was just because well, we don't that, know if it was in continuity. We have no we idea that, where it was. In, in, um, like, when we get to Justice League United then in the New 52 as well, no. we have him back on the planet Thanagar. And we have the, that's where we have the Death of Hawkman as well. I'm like, he was exiled from his fucking home. So this no. whole thing is now we place him back on Thetagar to come into this. Well, and, where, and the, the problem is, is where I have the, you know, you're Mr. Continuity Kid, where I go with, and really, this whole thing with Hawkman, if you didn't have that death of Hawkman, uh, my whole theory is the first time you kind of see a character in Rebirth, they are twisting and turning things around. And I would have said to you, listen, this seems very, very much like the Wonder Woman rebirth with Greg Rucka, where she's like, I was a mother, a daughter. I did this. I was the d- daughter of Zeus. I was made of clay. I was, you had these, alt, you know, five different origin stories going in that first issue with all that. And I would have went with it and just said, you just got to hold off and see what's going on. That Death of Hawkman throws everybody off. And again, I don't know that that was continuity because it didn't even think, I didn't even think it was. At that point, so I don't know, but we just saw Hawkman and we just saw him die. So yeah, when and you then have the whole this continuation out, of that with Adam Strange, where you think that after he had his futures, like what is a future quest, John for that yeah, Hannibal Baratheon month, uh, we thought that like it was a possibility we'd get back to the story. And even Dan DiDio during the interview seemed like that he was going to be, we're going to be getting into that a little bit more, yeah. and it's all going to make sense. And, and here's where I and have it problems, still might, but right now when, it does not. Yeah, well, I have I have a big problem because I'm telling you, it seems like. The higher up, Dan DiDio, Jim Lee, whoever it may be, Jeff Johns, when you have these mini series, they really seem to be clamping down on anybody explaining where exactly they take place or if yeah. they do take place in continuity. You had with Chuck Dixon, you tried to get a hold of him, and uh, what's his name? Grant Nolan. Bain Conquest, and yeah. ask about Bane Conquest. Now, it does seem out of continuity, but you wanted to know. You wanted to know where it I lied. Like was this sense. a continuation of your 90s run? Was where does this go? They don't get back to you. And all of these, because I think when they say if all of a sudden you say a thing is out of continuity it becomes it gets that tag of elseworlds yeah. type deal and and then people and don't it, bother it immediately means less to me yeah people don't bother that's the problem and i think that they don't want to tell you a lot of that stuff because of that so when you add the death of hawkman just end and then all of a sudden it starts here with no reference to that except that he is reincarnated. This is their silly way, and I'll go with it. I know that you have an issue with it. I'll go with it if you just tell me, okay, whatever origin I want, it probably happened at some point because he keeps getting reincarnated thousands of times. I'll go with it, but I want to know what's going on here and now, which it seems like we're going to find out before Metal well, happens I'm because – what we're going at the right here in this issue, like I don't know what's going to change going forward. They might, you know, come back and say what we're seeing here isn't exactly, or it's you know a different universe or whatever. You yeah. could you could do a million different goddamn things by the time we get to the end of this goddamn yes. summer event. But right now, with all the talk of the JSA in the future, you know, we have Johnny Thunder going around yelling "fucking say you" to the goddamn yeah. sky. Yeah. We have you know Jay Garrick getting sucked into the Speedverse. We have Doctor Fate showing back up in Blue Beetle. We have all these things alluding to the JSA sometime in the future. And what we get here is the you know the original Hawkman origin yeah. where he was fucking you know uh you know an Egypt- Egyptian prince who was you know killed uh, not killed but he was imbued with this reincarnation powers fucking from Nth Metal. And this kind of, in my mind, like aligns him to be along with the JSA if they when they show back yeah. up. If you make him a part of this whole Earth Two feeling, you know, Hawkman. Okay, we could fit him right over here when we have the rest of these Golden Age heroes show back yeah. up. 
Yeah, and the thing is, as he's going, he's the prince. He's going, and they see this, you know, there's a light, and they go, and it's a Thanagarian worship that comes down with the nth metal, and then he says, you know, there, uh, what did he say? It was a clue to the greatest mystery in the history of mankind. It was written in metal. It's a pretty cool start. Like I said, because of this, to me, it's just the death of Hawkman. Like I said, I can go with whatever thing you're going to tell me from here on out. I can even say that I'll treat this as a Hawkman reborn story, but it's just... Just, I just got Hawk done Man reading Reaper. that Hawkman, Death of Hawkman book, and it, it drives me nuts here that he died at the end of that without us knowing really what was going on. Uh, but it's pretty cool. And from there you go and you see this guy working what ends up being in the Bermuda Triangle, but also working on a black, uh, black site for uh, Wayne. For Bruce Wayne, for Wayne Tech and all this, and this guy's trying to get some uh, data and things like that, and he figures out there is something wrong with the metal in the core. So right now we the have Earth's two scenes. Core, yeah, and the thing and, is, you know, this guy's trying to get relay the information as fast as he can because it seems like the research site that's down below in like you know like uh, below the Earth's surface, yeah, they may be dead now because the volcano that yeah, they're you would on think they are is about to Aquaman, erupt. Aquaman says later everybody survived, yeah. but it's crazy. Maybe he uh, he I get the idea. He's like he might go down with the ship. He's the exactly. last guy. He's already gotten them the hell out. But yeah, the, this volcano that this is part of is is erupting. And he has this whole thing. And now so in two scenes where it's really pushing this metal. And you have a cool scene where Batman comes out in this huge behemoth of a, a bat suit. Fucking yeah. mech suit. Grabs a guy. I don't know where this guy's. I know that you see him behind. Uh, I think that that's a tight fit. For him and Batman in that cockpit. Yeah, it's the tightest swamp thing in the Batmobile. Well, it's a cockpit, all right. But he says, he basically like, hey, if you want to get out of here, we got to go through the volcano. Uh, let's go. And he goes in. I'm telling you, the art at this point is the other thing. that the It seems like a big story. That yeah. That's no doubt. But the art, especially when Batman comes out in that mecha suit, it makes it feel so goddamn big. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so into it. Till later, Eric. Till later. But yeah, then, and the other thing too is throughout this, a lot of people are trying to figure out what the timeline is. When did this happen? When does this go? Because that's where this is you, sometime in the future, at least. It is, just yeah. because of Aquaman having the long hair and the beard, but he'll like he'll be having that in a series coming up. Yeah, so it's and, like sometime after that. Yeah, and really, even then, as Batman talks to him, he mentions Atlantis and kind of things. I think that that also points it's in the future, but it also seems to be only weeks ahead of say. Batman, uh, All-Star Batman. It it kind of goes, but really we don't know the the timeline of all the books. And All-Star Batman is a book that I could tell you happened three years. You know what I mean? It's a very hard one to pin down a timeline. But in the meantime, Batman... Uh, they're in the suit. They end up in the ocean. Aquaman saves the two, the scientist and Batman. And Batman has to go back and get this info. He comes up, and that's when Aquaman says, hey, everybody know casualties. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Th- these things in these books, there's oh, man, just the biggest destruction. Yeah, it's the biggest destruction. But, yes, they do that. And this is where Aquaman calls Batman out and says, listen, this was a Wayne Enterprises black site and off-books drilling operation in my domain. And he says, it's fine. You're keeping it. He throws shade at the surface world here. It's fine that you're keeping it, you know, away from the surface world, but you're keeping shit from me. And I think this is the start of what could have been, but he doesn't seem to be. Batman goes against that later when he talks to Superman and kind of fills him in, but he really does have a lot of secrets here. And then Batman just goes right back with and says, with what I know is locked underneath Atlantis, you really want to question me 
what I'm going on and whatever it is, Aquaman's like, fuck that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, See, that's but, the thing is with that whole thing, like I'm trying, I was trying to remember back the early New 52 of Aquaman, like, you know, when they released those monsters, uh, like, yeah, I, the monsters, story I don't think it's that. I think that's there's exactly something... what I just went to though. I yeah. didn't think any further into it than just that. And then yeah. they're throwing like, you know, as they're talking, have a discussion about who's keeping bigger secrets. We have an invisible jet flying, yes. like, you know, hovering over the goddamn area here where we have Lady Blackhawk just sitting. Yep. I'm like, this is one of the weirdest parts of the book to me because you it just is. have this supposedly invisible jet. And like, you know, yep. Batman knows it's there, though. Yeah. And, and Lady Blackhawk knows up. that he knows. Yeah. And the other thing, like, I don't know. I, I kind of remember the Frozen King kind of being blood. I think this is something we haven't seen for him to throw that out there. Batman to say what's under Atlantis. I think that's going to play out later. Maybe it's a portal or something. Maybe it's not like I, I think the same as you, like a weapon, uh, maybe a, a person or a monster or whatever. Maybe it's something a little is, different. Is that where than the portal that. to the strange water went? Maybe it <laughs> is, Eric. But yeah, it's weird because in the All Star Batman book, the Blackhawks are a big, were a big part of it. And all of a sudden now you have Lady Blackhawk in, in this crazy fucking invisible jet. And it's this is one of the few things in this book that kind of made me cringe because he's like – Batman says, hey, what are they hiding? And now all of a yeah. sudden you see this invisible jet. And the dialogue there is off to me. He's like, he can look all he wants. Like how do – what are you talking about? Like maybe you have sensors that are going down. It just seems odd to say that. I'm telling you, it, look- it's a really odd part of the book yeah. and it doesn't and, go anywhere right here in the forge. And he says, but – he won't find out. Lady Blackhawk to control. Bring me home. And it really, to me, it sounded like an anime, uh, you know, translated yeah, dialogue. It really did to me. And then she goes, well, then we go off to Mogo, and there is Ganthet. And That's Jordan. Lady, Black- oh, you know, Lady Blackhawk's in there, you know, to control. Bring me home. Like, I can't see the controls. I'm going to need yeah, you to right? do this She's for like, me. I don't know where these controls are. I am please, sitting. Please, I, I, I love it, home. too. I've been it here goes, for two weeks. It goes the whole thing as well. It's like, why is she invisible in the Jets? She's just hovering. I have to go to the bathroom. Please bring me home. Uh, I'll tell you, when it goes off to Mogo and Ganthet and Hal, while I was reading this, actually, this was the point where I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, this is big now because this is like even the button. We had the button. It was very insular with the story. You had the Flash and Batman. And this is huge. Now we're talking big things. And especially, I love seeing how, and, and Ganthet says, you know, I have a mission for you. I'm going to give these coordinates. And there's how, how it's like, what is this one of these happy secret missions, Ganthet? I'm telling you, I, like, I wish we had a blackboard right now to check shit off because, you know, you're talking about the size and the feeling of this yeah. book. When you start out back in time for the, like, you know, the Egyptian yes. fucking origins of Hulkman. All right, we go. Well, now we go back in time, all right? We start out, they're like, you know, thousands of years ago in time. Then yep. we jump, we have Batman and Aquaman together, just fucking this gigantic thing that, like, you know, this yep. problem that's causing the Earth to fucking have, you know, something wrong with the core. All right, we'll get this. This is fucking Earth-shattering. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Then we go off to fucking Mogo with Gantha and Hal Jordan. I'm like, all right, this yeah. is universe spanning. Now it goes, yeah. progress. Check. Then it becomes multiverse spanning. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And he, there is a threat. There's a threat on Earth. And, and Gantha says, and I think that this was on purpose where he says, there's whispers of a stirring in the dark. A terrible truth is coming to light. On your home planet and, you know, with this dark matter and stuff like that, they're really playing around, I think, with the idea of dark and light here. Not that he means that, but I like how they throw it. Basically, uh, Ganthet says, here it is. And and Hal's like, that's the source. And it's funny, too, because you have that there. And it looks like the craziest thing that's signifying where they have to go. And right away, Hal knows that he has to go to Wayne Manor. And he goes, and he doesn't seem very happy about it. I like the way they do the lettering there, no, where it's not, not full-out yeah, lettering. Like 
boring. Is, you know how Jordan and, and Batman do not have the best of friggin' you know uh, no. uh, friendships. No, it's it, it is a bit tenuous at, yeah. at points, and also it's like okay, there's this big bad something that he says it's got Ganthet's robes in a bunch. <laughs> I gotta go to the goddamn Batcave, and even when he goes, I think that they made it very good, uh, did it uh, very well that. He doesn't like to go to the Batcave. It's, see, it, it I love this first out. line. Like, there's more spooky crap in this place yeah. every time I visit. Yeah, I think it. Cra- I think it freaks him <laughs> out a bit. And he's there, and it's funny because in the background you see that. Yeah, and you see that Duke's there, and then Duke attacks him, and they start going. There's a funny little thing about Duke saying, "I heard at one point that you do, your ring didn't work on yellow." Was kind of a cool call out. Now, I will say, of all the great art, the art is a little off here. It makes it look like Hal is 800 feet tall. It's very weird. I know the construct has grabbed Duke, and maybe it's in the background, but he looks fucking humongous. He looks like he's a gargantuan version of him, but it's okay. And they're talking, and basically Hal's like, who the fuck are you? Like, I, I don't know about you. Throws a little bit at and even says, and the funny thing about this is when he says, you know, what do they call you? And it is the stuff that we saw on Twitter when Duke yeah. first came with that costume and stuff. It's like, what are you, Yellow Robin, Canary? Big Bird, and Duke, I'll tell you, Duke's pretty kick-ass. Says, no, I got a job. You're not supposed to be here. Nobody is, not even the family. Uh, You're going to regret it. I'm going to kick your ass. And Hal's just laughing. As this is going on, he has... Duke by the, you know, the construct hand holding him up and he's scanning the wall and he'd just say, hey, you know what, you're doing the voice, all that, that's pretty funny, but what's your name? And this is what threw me off and I was so mad because we were promised that we were going to get you, Duke's name. I really name. thought, I think it was issue number nine of it All-Star nine. Batman. All-Star we were, Batman supposed, nine, we the were supposed to get the name of Duke Thomas's code name and yep. then at the end of that we never got it and then it said, you know, continued in Dark Days to Fools. Yeah. We're like, okay, yep. we'll get it in that one. Yeah. And here we are now uh, and we're actually, still not getting it. I, I was even a little more upset because what I thought was going to happen is he goes, seriously, kid, what's your name? And then Scott Snyder was going to give us something that was an M. Night Shyamalan moment where we realized we did get the name before and we didn't realize it. Right. And I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. It's The Outsider, which would go in with what comes later with the Batman and the Outsiders. Maybe it's, you know, Yellow Jacket. I don't know. The Signal. The Signal, Eric right. says. But, yeah, he says, I'm Duke Thomas. I I don't know why he tells it. I know it's a Green Lantern. You don't tell your full name there, Duke. You gotta learn. You're, you're Nobody, new to the. He's you're new to this hero business. Shit about secret identities. You're new to this hero business, my friend. And he's like, listen, I don't have a code name yet. And then he starts. Now he's interested. Like, what are you doing, Hal? And that's where Hal realizes that Batman has a Batcave inside the Batcave. Pretty cool. And the pacing of this issue, I really like, and I like the progression here because we go, we see Duke, we see Duke with uh, Hal, and it goes off to show us uh, Duke's mom, who was Jokerized. She's been an all-star Batman Jokerized. It was going back to even We Are Robin in the New 52, but an Endgame. And she's Jokerized, and you see her there, but it's not her. It's it's a video of her, but now we're introduced a, a to... A pyramid video screen, yeah, because it is the Immortal video. Man. You know how yes. the Immortal Men and the Forgotten Heroes, they love looking at the yes. fucking pyramids. They love the pyramids. Now, I will tell you that the art and the thing here is a little off. I think it is a little confusing to people, and really, the pyramid, you really have to kind of... 
a sudden you see it and then you're like, okay, that's a pyramid. But even so, it looks like a fractured just video, but it is the Jokerized version of uh, Duke's mom. And if you did read that issue of All-Star Batman, uh, what happened at one point, she kind of snapped out of it, gave Duke a crazy power, it seemed, that he doesn't have well, here. Well, the thing is, I, I don't know if she gave it to him because the thing or is, he it, had it seems, it, yeah. exa- or the thing, I think she passed it on to him when yeah. she had him, you know, when she, like, she gave yes. birth to him because we find out, you know, at the end of that, her eyes start glowing. And then, you know, she's able to overcome this fucking the uh, the Joker toxin yep. and take out Mr. Bloom or Daryl, whatever you want to call him. And while then uh, Duke had it as well, he started seeing these weird lines and everything. Yeah, you know, it was almost it, like a radar sonar type. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. We, we didn't get enough to really yeah, know, yeah, but we, we just did. know it was some kind of power that was affecting them or, you know, they're able to do. And yep. we find out from the immortal man here that she does have some kind of power. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Thomas, Elaine Thomas. And uh, he offered her. The chance to be immortal years ago and yes. she turned it down to be part of her his immortal men and now you know she had no secrets about him and yes. he does not want them getting out but thanks to the joker toxin no matter what batman does to try to pry it out of her she's too far gone to fucking give any yeah of these and again it's it's kind of screwed up and kind of funky that maybe we find out that this whole end game was a result from the immortal men or something to protect it because this is a pretty big secret. It just so happens that she's jokerized and they've been keeping an eye on her because they they say and the immortal man says she recently just freaking reactivated. It wasn't for long, but we wanted to see. But we have to make sure she doesn't divulge the secrets to Batman. And I said even that's even throws Batman in a little bit of a, a different light because he's had her at Wayne Manor and it seemed like she was there to basically try to cure so Duke would have his mom and dad yeah. back. Now you kind of get the idea. Maybe it wasn't just that. It's the cure to get some info because he knows something's up. Well, I'm it's telling really you, I, odd. It made me think also because I think it was also that All-Star Batman number nine or it might have been an yeah. earlier issue in a backup where Bruce was talking to Duke saying how, you know, we should really move your parents to another facility that could take better care of them, shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And Duke's like, no, I'd like to keep them here, Bruce. Cause it's like, it's like a house on the Wayne, you know, like, uh, yeah. Manor, like, you know, the, the estate kind of grounds and shit yes. like that. It's not in Wayne Manor. It's off to the no, side. No, it's somewhere, on but there, but you they're know, being it's... held there. And like the idea in my mind after reading this, like, Bruce wanted to go take them somewhere away from Duke so he could pry deeper into what's yeah, going maybe. on. Yeah, maybe. And even so, they even hint at a point, you even get the idea that they know Duke may have something going on. But the other thing, the big thing here to me is where they're going to say stuff. And really, if you say crisis in anything in a DC comic, you know that it's big. And he does say, the immortal man saying, listen, our secrecy is paramount to our success. The world of the public heroes is careening towards a crisis unlike anything they've seen before. And he says it's up to the immortal men to preserve mankind's future. I don't think that they wrote that line uh, willy-nilly. Like they no, wrote no, that line. You, the only person so you're I like, think you would write that line well, you know, is Brian Hitch because he's thrown that yeah, in his just yeah, he like, would, a couple of times. He would throw it that all the nothing, time. Though. No, this is Scott Snyder mainly and, and James Tynan. They're not going to throw, especially in a big book like this that we already are getting pumped up that is big. You see Crisis. It means a lot. And then yeah, right. all, later we do see stuff from Crisis and, and you really go. But you go back to Hawkman now and this is where he does. It continues the whole thing about how he says, you know, with the nth medal, it, it gave him his wife and our mortal enemy hot set uh, eternal life that they've been in and really to me this is where i said where the the superman reborn i kind of get a combination feel of this of superman reborn and wonder woman the truth only because you have shaira 
freaking Carter and Hotset in this. It's always them. It's always them. Just like yeah. Mixie said about Lois and Clark. It really seems like th- something like that. But he says we were born hundreds, even thousands of times over, cast against each other. Uh, but then the big thing is, he says, in between lives. So when he dies before he's reincarnated. Now, we don't know what the reincarnation means. Like we said, we imagine a little Hawkman baby. Yeah, he's yeah, got he grow up, up and, he, and then he, he meets. has the memories of everything and yeah. him and Shire meet again and they continue the freaking Hawkman. Yeah. And it's, ways. it's so weird. I, I said to you, and you didn't get the idea that I did, but I thought that this might mean like all like a reincarnation, but it also might be throughout the multiverse, Hawkman. I don't know. We're going to find out. But yeah, it yeah. does seem like bigger than just Carter Hall on Earth, and then it just seemed big. Uh, but he says is, during I, that. I really, li- I really like this origin and shit like this because this gives us Shire back. We have not had a proper yeah. Hawkwoman in a lot since, except for Earth 2. And uh, that's not even Shire, it's fucking uh, Kendra Saunders. But mm-hmm. back in the, the Savage Hawkman in the New 52, we didn't have Shire. And when we finally did get her, she fucking hated yeah, Hawkman. And, like, and it was all terrible. Like, this is not the, you know, Hawkman and Hawkwoman I want. At least with this, I wish we would have started with this back then because I like this whole yeah. thing. But I, it just it's just thrown out there. And it's like, yeah. here, I know you've read all this for this long, but this is what you should really care about. I know, but that's, that's the thing, though. It's also, like you said... That Savage Hawkman book was not very popular. No, it was, a it lot was of not, people it hated rough. it. It changed Rob Liefeld, so, grabbed on the Savage like Hawkman yeah, and Rob stuff Liefeld like that. Rob Liefeld made that book good, yeah, and that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, and I think that basically, like we said, there's some things that they have changed uh, once Rebirth hit, and sometimes it's for the better. And like you Agreed. just said, this is kind of the Hawkman that you want. And this may, you know, I don't know that we come out of this metal and everything, you know, down the road and we get a Hawkman book. But like you said, you want Hawkman, if he's in the JSA, he's now a better origin that ties in more with the JSA. He's yeah. a younger guy. I just, I like, I like this Hawkman. And it's, it's I'm just pretty the biggest pr- I'm, I'm just mad because, you know, going to the New 52, which I didn't get into it right away because, you know, the idea to me that they're going to take all the continuity that I've known all, all over the time and get rid yeah. of everything. Well, fuck you. I boycott it. And then when I finally got back into it, I'm like, well, you know what? You know, Wonder Woman, she had a fucking messed up origin. Nobody knew what the hell it was. Yeah, over yeah. time, it changed here and there. Hawkman, in my mind, was even more convoluted. Yeah, it was. And, like, DC had no idea what to do with Hawkman and Hawkwoman because it, like, you know, it was up for grabs, which, which uh, continuity you wanted to use, what origin. Yep. And so I'm like, all right, fresh start. We're finally going to get answers for Wonder Woman, for Hawkman. Everything's yep. going to be fucking simple as pie, and it's going to be great. Yeah. And here we are six years later, and it's a fucking mess again. Yeah, it's a mess. And that's why I think that maybe this is for the best. I know it irritates you at first, uh, but if we could go with a, a Hawkman rebirth or reborn, uh, I think that would be for the better. But as he's saying, between uh, between reincarnations, that's the thing he is, gets I like glimpses. this, but I also like the alien Thanagarian Hawkman. I know, as but well. that, here's the thing when we get to that, like, this is, we don't, he is the main narrator of the story. Uh, so obviously, it, it, this whole thing, and with the metal being the nth metal, pretty much, we're gonna get a lot of Hawkman. So yeah. I think that at the end, you'll be satisfied that we do get. It's not like the Immortal Men that I think we'll see them again, uh, or the Immortal Man, but I'm it's not gonna they, be the gonna big have their damn push. Book. Yeah, I'm saying, but at least Hawkman from here, you may get the one that you always wanted. But Agreed. yeah, in between reincarnations, he says, I see a glimpse, I see a glimpse of a, you know, a dark nightmare. Something and, terrifying, something yeah. on a scale I've never seen before, a dream. Yep. Not, not, not a dream, a nightmare echoing throughout the metal. 
Yeah, and there, there's the big giant uh, Batman statue that we saw. That's very dark. People so, are fucking yeah. tied to its legs, oh, yeah, freaking, yeah. like you know, rotting there. And, I'm like, and again, what Christ. I'm sa- what I'm thinking is this is obviously something from a dark multiverse world. So he's having nightmares of a different multi. This is just what I think. But if he is, that throws so much into it but then he says and, and we didn't even say all of this is supposedly he's writing his last his journal, journal yeah and he says his last one so i would guess that whatever we're seeing here you'll get that as his then he goes back quote, unquote, to origin. and he dies right jim because it all no. ties in what is he poochie <laughs> Yeah, here we go. Then we go, and this is where and you know what? Shit. I was actually thinking today. I had a little theory about this whole, you know, this dark thing that freaking yeah. Hawkman seeing with the Batman statue. Now, picture this. Tell me if you like this, because you also see these flying mechanical bat signals flying all over the yep. goddamn place, They're like shining the bat signal yep. everywhere. How about this? Whatever's going on in this freaking world, because it looks like it's fucking destroyed as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, Think it's of this. Ruins. Batman was doing his normal thing, you know, as he's always been Batman. He's working on the Brother Eye project, and Brother Eye comes and becomes, you know, sentient too. and freaking downloads himself into Batman's body and takes over the world Ooh, as Batman. You don't think it's the Bat Eye? <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought of Brother Eye as well. It, yeah, is, very it, it is very of reminiscent Eye. of Future's Yeah, I thought like that, that too. I thought that this was like some dark universe here, or multiverse, where uh, Batman actually is kind of like Brother Eye and taking control there. And we'll see what goes on. But yeah, he goes and, and then we go off here. And this is where John Romita Jr. jumps on the book and the whole thing takes a fucking uh, nosedive yeah, yeah. because you go onto the Lunar Batcave on the moon and that Batman's terrible. That's what, how big, how tall no, no, can you have no, those no. goddamn the ears? Is, bat, uh, the thing is, if you read comics in the 90s, they yeah, were but it, even it, bigger than that. That's not what it is now. I know, that's I know. That's the thing, I'm just it's saying, fucked though, up. You're, you're pissed off about Batman. I'm pissed off about Mr. Terrific. Oh, he's bad, too. I'm telling you, though, we've had a Batman in this book. I know. That doesn't have this look. I don't care if it was in the 90s or more. Five pages before, it didn't look like this. This is garbage. They have to get rid of him. He's fucking nonsense. I'm telling you, this whole thing, I'm like, this is a huge event. And then I get to this, I'm like, yeah, they didn't care much about this. Somebody should have gotten these initial pencils and fucking wiped their ass with them and flushed them down the toilet. They are terrible. I don't want to be mean to people or anything. <laughs> but they're fucking awful. They're, they are awful. Now, a lot of people are thrown off. This is the Lunar Batcave that we saw in Superman that got destroyed because Lois went and got the And we also see an Batcave action comics because Superman Revenge and Squad the using comics. this as a base right now. Yeah, they're using it as a base. So this does throw things off a bit. And it was destroyed at one point, whatever. I'm just going to go with it that, like you said, he rebuilt it in the future. future he rebuilt point. it. He did say it would cost like a billion dollars. Yeah. He's got money to burn there. Uh, but yeah, he's there and he's trying to figure out what is going on with this whole research, the yeah, metal the and all the stuff. And shit like that. All the data they got from the black site, he's going to yep. freaking put into his computer and see what he can computer. find. And I, I think it's pretty cool that not only does he not do this at, in the regular Batcave because it's so crazy important, he doesn't want anybody yeah. else to be involved, he does it on the fucking moon. That's pretty big. And all of a sudden behind him comes Mr. Terrific. And again, now is that we have the check mark on the board, Eric. I'm putting the check mark. Bam, because, multiversal. Yeah, I'm telling you, now you have here you go. There you go. There Mr. Terrific go. comes and then mentions pretty much that he has come back home from Earth 2 and he's kind of sick of and crossing back you, and I, forth. I am very pissed off that we didn't get to see this because I've been yelling about you know Earth 2 stuff yep. since the society was canceled. And because uh, I've wanted to see – I like those characters. I like that world. I want to see where, where our heroes would go from where we left them and shit like that. 
Here we find out that at, at some point in time, Mr. Terrific found his way like a breach back to, you know, Earth Zero. So he's yep. been going back and forth between Earth 2 and our current Earth Zero because we can't call it Earth 1 anymore because that's that freaking, uh, you know, that weird freaking trade yeah. paperback thing yeah. they put out there. So it's Earth Zero. So he's been going back and forth and working with Batman and kept collecting readings on Earth 2 that are very similar to what's going on in Earth Zero here with the fucking, you know, the, the these frequencies that are emitting out and any, yes. like, you know, it's it's. God damn it. It becomes so goddamn big. I'm sit- I sit here and I yeah. think to myself, like, what the fuck could this possibly this be? This is actually – I'm telling you, like, you're saying that. that People were asking me after they read it, hey, what – oh, the ending, the ending. I said, you know what blew my mind the most? Fucking Mr. Terrific. That blows my yeah. mind that not only – like, some people be like, ah, it's Mr. – this is a Mr. Terrific from Earth 2. He's yeah. coming back and, and forth and Batman knows all about it. We see him really in Earth 2 society. No, so he So we could tell ourselves is that he was going back and forth yeah. in Earth 2 society. And keeping kind of a low profile in Earth 2 to figure out stuff because he is doing something. He's doing research for Batman about what's going on with these vibrations and how all this stuff is going. And, and it's similar and how it isn't similar and it's crazy i'm telling you this is so big and if you are an earth 2 fan which eric you are like a dancing mike loved yeah. it this is huge this is really big it also shows right here, you why mr terrific yeah. in my mind right there you put another check on the fucking board for fucking yeah. you know, jsa in my mind yeah jsa and also possibly you'd get your earth 2 rebirth book after all this stuff is said and done well, like maybe yeah, that's why they the held it off with the time with the things that we're seeing in this issue as we progress it seems we're going to be getting towards some kind of merger between yeah, merger. worlds, possibly. That's what or it does just, seem, you know, but still, you'll at least get, over to here. You'll get some of your character. It would be weird, though, because you, you do have that issue if you do that, where all of a sudden you have multiple characters, a thing, you know, all of a sudden Dick Ray, like, I, I'm sure that Dick Ray, I don't want to come. Like, maybe they'll be given the choice and they'll yeah. only bring over the ones that they want Dick Ray and on Earth. Hey, Power like, Girl, what no, are you up No, no, I'm staying I'm here. But it's it's pretty cool. It's big. And then the next part is big, but it's kind of goofy big because they're really pointing out. They're like, listen, we're going down. And while they're doing this research, and Mr. Terrific, I'll tell you, Mr. Terrific spells out exactly what he is for people who don't know. He's a very smart guy. He's a tech guy. What? And he has his salt and pepper jacket, Eric. I told oh, you. He, come on. He has that jacket. It looks stylish. so much like the salt and pepper jacket. Every time I see it, it makes me giggle. And I'm like, listen, he's going to throw out the idea or not the idea. Yeah, the fact that he has an IQ of 179. Listen, nobody with that IQ is wearing that jacket, Eric, especially now. That shit may fly on Earth, too. Let him fly here. And next thing, he's going to be singing Push It hey, and hey, going on ha- tour. He had that jacket before he ever went to Earth 2 in his own it's series. Not, yeah, nonsense then. I'm marking it down at you. I'm officially saying that his IQ is really 160 because that other 19 is taken away from wearing that goddamn jacket. It's it's nonsense. I never Look, liked it. Stupid it people would wear laugh. that. Wrong Turn would never wear that jacket. Wrong Turn would wear that in a second. He'd be there I and he'd would. go, look what this says on this sleeve. It says, don't bother. No, no, that says fair play. No, no, I don't think you would say that. I think, hey, look what it says on this sleeve here. Hey, hey, Jimmy, what's this say what's here? What's that say? And then you like, look what they told me in the back. It says terrified. No, no, that's terrific. <laughs> Wrong turn. It's not terrified. And then be like, oh, shit. And then he'd have fucking fair play tattooed on his arm. And it'd be fucking wrong. 
Yeah. Oh, wrong turn. But yeah, they're talking about how they have somebody. They're leading uh, Mr. Terrific and Batman are going downstairs into the Lunar Batcave uh, depths. And they're talking and they make it seem almost at this point that they have possibly the Joker. I, to me, it was really pushing because, uh, like, listen, we've extracted molecules. We need it from his body. We all agreed he's too unstable, that there could be no one what he can do, or we weren't c- careful what we need, whatever. It's time to let him out of the box. And Mr. Terrific's all happy. He has that crazy grin, and that and art is fucking terrible. It's so bad. I'm telling it's you, though, so the, whole, the whole idea of this, I love because they have, we see then that they have fucking Plastic Man in a mm-hmm. goddamn capsule where they're keeping him contained. Yeah, they're but- containing plastic. Man. The last time we saw Plastic Man, he was it was his origin in Forever Evil. He was fucking yep. Elo O'Brien, and he got chemicals dumped on him, and he started melting into them. That's the yeah. last thing we saw of him. It's been bothering me all these years. I'm like, all right, Jeff John set up this origin for Plastic Man. That's cool, even though we saw him in JLI mm-hmm. previously. But yeah, whatever, yeah. we set up his origin here. It's fucking this is what we have, and we never saw him again. And it's been yep. bothering me. And now the idea though that they've held him yeah, in this capsule, and like Mr. Terrific knows about him, like. Mr. Terrific, you've been gone a long time, too. You've yeah. been gone before we ever had Forever yep. Evil. Like, yeah. this is such a weird thing. And who's we, Batman? Who all agreed? Yeah, I know. We agreed. There's a dinger, because that is big. That's really big. And the thing about it is, they seem very concerned about Plastic Man. And why and... is Mr. Terrific all happy to let him go? Oh, he's so happy. I don't know. Uh, the thing is, though, I, I don't. they say they have molecules. They extracted some yeah. molecules. And the, the way it looks, it looks like they're cooking them. Like maybe they had to do this to bring them back. I don't know, but I have a feeling he might be a little ticked off. Yeah, he's going to be a little pissed. But in the meantime, you go back to the Batcave. There is Duke and Hal, and they're going in the Batcave, in the Batcave. And as they go into this, you know, depths of this different Batcave there, you they hear this voice talking. And it's like, oh, I can clear that up for you. Because they're like, what is this place? And they don't know who this is. Hal starts to try to figure out what's going on with his ring, and it cannot comply. There is interference. Yeah, there, there's, it's there's starting to go There's with wonky. his ring. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this this is a huge part for me too because what could possibly be down here that could be yeah, affecting and the a thing green is, to ring? me uh the only thing i thought and thought right away besides that how jordan looks horrible when john ramita draws him uh is that this whole thing that's going wrong with the ring isn't to do with what like what we find out later i think no. that this might be a fail safe that batman has put in there okay, so that, that works it, for me I, that, yeah i think that that's what mind. it would be because it, you know you have batman that is he, who prepares for everything yeah he p- prepares for everything so if a green lantern would go with the the biggest thing the ring would have to be shut down and i have a feeling there's something that we're not thinking of that will be like blow our mind yeah. that it is something that's being worked in there but as they go it seems like batman wants to have the halls of batman history eric because as they're going he's got it's a like, psychopath i'm telling you got. there's dioramas set up and holographic fucking things what is this the goddamn natural uh, batman museum because they go, and they, I like it, though, because it throws... This is where, like I said, where you have this Hawkman stuff, and Scott Snyder and James Tyner are giving you this, and it's going against the what you saw in the yeah. New 52. But with their stuff, they're really making sure that shit fits, and it's really call-out. So I, I think that this is another reason why you can say, okay... That Savage Hawkman New 52 book, just we got to forget about it because they are going, they're showing shit from the New 52 that really is cool and has to do with it. Starting with the Court of the Owls stuff and the Electrum that was in the tooth. They have one of the tooths, I'm guessing. Oh, the Court of that Owls, is yeah. Dick Grayson's freaking tooth that got knocked out in that. I would, That's I would imagine it I'd is. Say so. 
uh, and they're going, and that, this is where Duke, they're trying to figure out who this voice is, this voice that's echoing throughout here. And once they see the Court of the Owl stuff, they think that it might be Dick Grayson or Duke is like, this should be Dick or whatever. But you get a little background. I like the way that if you didn't read the story, you kind of get a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that whole thing, and then there's it just keeps going. It's this metal. Everything is with metal and these strange. And as, metal. We, as we progress, I'm telling you, I don't know if it's a, a hologram because everything's floating and it looks like yeah. there's lights shining, or if they're actually in these cases here. But we got you know Doctor Fate's helmet, yeah, which is an odd crazy. thing to be down here. We have Poseidon's fucking trident down yep. here, and we have some kind of Amazonian goddamn gauntlets. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who, if they're Wonder Woman's or not, but yeah. they're sitting there because it's all about the metal, you know, magic or otherwise. Yep. And Batman's been studying them, like yeah. you know. With the metal of the Electrum as well. And that's the thing. They say that you that he had found this Electrum. It was in Dick Grayson's tooth when he knocked it out. So if, in fact, it's that like is Dick Grayson's tooth. tooth. Yeah, and he has that tooth. So, obviously, he was able to research that. Also, he ended up, they had the talon, that first talon. They had the body in the Batcave when he was doing his research and stuff like that in the Court of Owls. And... Uh, the thing is, the metal that was in the Electrum that the Talons brought the Talons back to life was also the same signature, energy signature from all these powerful artifacts that he's ever seen in the planet. So they have this metal that was bringing the Talons back to life was the same metal that was making up the uh, Dr. Fate's ma- – like that the, – you know the helmet of fate that's pretty crazy and they're like okay so they're going on and again all this is being kind of told to them as they're going the person that's talking is almost like a museum freaking guide is telling them like oh there's this metal that couldn't be explained and it seems to be having a lot of fun with them telling them this and that's where you go and you you have this call out where that this voice says yeah and batman started researching it but he had you know he had to be secret that's when he made this other group the outsiders and again i'm telling you i'm gonna ding it eric i'm dinging it because that's you, awesome i you, love you throw another t- team out there that yeah. people love and shit like that and yep. on top of it you have these characters as well you know you you have establishing that these people are out and about yep. so when they show up it's not odd and i'm telling you just seeing like me and you both love black lightning and there oh, is, yeah. and this is from the original, like the the first team of it. Oh yeah, and you got Geo Force, Halo, Katana, uh, Black Lightning, and Metamorpho. And Metamorpho, and they're there. Like I said, why Batman has a hologram of them in this? I I'm telling you, this is a cave that you think only Batman would ever go in. Does he like just strolling around and then? You know what? I miss those outsiders. You know, I want to see seeing them again. those podiums that are shining up and showing the hologram of yeah. the outsiders, Batman. I have to say that everything that we saw before, like Doctor Fate's helmet, was and the they, were, Trider, they were they're all holograms yeah. as well. So. So, yeah, I I believe they were, too, because you do see that light. So I do think you're right that they don't have that. That's just the things that he had researched at a point, which actually is a good time because some of these things were in the button in the uh, watchtower. So he would have been able to research them and at points probably even had them and then put them away in the watchtower, that that vault. Uh, But, yeah, you have this hologram and they're talking, and it's crazy because not that – the Batman continuity always continues on. Uh, it didn't reboot at the start of the New 52. Uh, but this is a pretty crazy call-out from before. And we also saw this team in Convergence as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool. And then it leads then to go, and there's more stuff with the Dionysium now. And it, like this whole now thing, we go everything back to is connected. Endgame. 
Yeah, and then we have the end game where they're saying it all had to do with a liquid metal, shimmering and green, a metal that changed everything, and that was Dionysium. And there you go, you see that. And if, if people didn't know, in Endgame, Bruce Wayne died, uh, pretty much died with the Joker, and the right, Dionysium the the brought them back. Uh, so this is a me- liquid metal and it, that and actually it br- And again, it brought Batman back to a point in his brain where, like, before he was damaged, he healed brain. his body. Yep. So, like, you know... He came back without the knowledge of his parents dying and things like that. And not only that, it brought the Joker back to the point where he wasn't Joker anymore. No, he, he was wasn't a human being anymore. that was fine. Yep, he was just a guy who was kind of – actually, if you ask me when Scott Snyder did that uh, during that, uh, it was a Joker that came back and was kind of just confused with what to do with his life. Like yeah, he had his life you, back. And he was and he, very afraid because even yes. he went to Bruce when Bruce wasn't Batman at this point and had no idea about anything nope. that happened before. He's like, look – just, just stay who you are because you can't go back to the thing, way things were because then I would too kind of, you know. And the Joker at that point, it seemed like he was willing to almost shoot himself in the head to stop himself from becoming the Joker again because if there is a Batman, there has to be a Joker it seemed like. Yes, and that's where yep. we left that series and we have not really seen the Joker besides for no. the Harley books since that. And the last time we saw him, he was human. Yeah, and see, as you're going down, you do realize, like, as you're going, there is a, it's like a puzzle. You are finding out pieces, like, and, and it's step to step. You have the Cora oh, yeah. Owls thing with the Electrum. That leads to the, uh, you know, the outsiders, the outsiders and the artifacts, the, the outsiders, outsiders the Dionysium. Our Black Ops team that Batman put together to yeah. freaking go about and research this metal further. Yeah. So then they were doing that, and then Bruce then discovered the Dionysium, and these are all pieces that are leading to something, and then this voice says, oh, I think he's starting to put the pieces together, just like I did, and he said, you see, he was dragged into this world for a reason, the same reason I'm sure your celestial boss has sent you digging for answers, and the thing is, when he says dragged, you start that font change and things like that, it's giving you hints, and this is how's just like, show yourself, you know, who are you, or whatever, and they're just... All of a sudden, the ring just starts burning. Again, is this something that's the reaction? Because it doesn't seem to be like the person who is talking. The only thing that I said to you that where it came off to me as kind of telepathy is because they come to a pretty big closed door at one point. And I don't know how this voice is echoing. And the word bubbles do seem like the bubbles that they would use as something that's going through their mind, but they react as if it's Alfred. And there's no way hearing it and they're following. Yeah, and there's no way Duke would be like, Is that you, Alfred? He'd be like, What the fuck are you doing, Alfred? And they would say at some point, Oh no, it's in my mind. Putting on a funny voice and rehearsing for a play or something. Get out of my mind, Alfred. Uh but yeah, then we go back and we get a little more Hawkman. And I thought that maybe this would be the thing that you really liked, where it starts being the, you know, the research Carter Hall is going through. Yeah, the archaeologist. Because you really like that. Right. He actually has a th- – yeah, I do. I'm telling you, I love yeah. the archaeologist Carter Hall, and he's a- actually got a freaking fortress inside of a pyramid there, yep. and we see all these great artifacts and shit. And of he his has time the different Hawkman helmets. He, he yeah. even has a Manhunter head fucking. I'm yep. like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, having a Manhunter head. But also the uh, cool thing I like too is he has these these things, and he's talking about these tribes. And all the, the first men to walk the earth, and they have the bat tribe, because he's like, there were three tribes, or rather four, and that's definitely from And the- he's recently, yeah, he's recently discovered a fourth tribe at the dawn of time when man first became, you know, like, you know, living in societies and shit like that. You had yeah, the freaking, yeah. you know, it looked like the bird, I don't know, the, I'm still getting the symbols here, but like the bird tribe, the bear tribe, and the wolf yeah. tribe. And-, and then he's recently discovered the bat tribe, and you were talking about, like, that is a great callback to Batman's time after Final Crisis. That was the return of Bruce Wayne when, when uh, Grant Morrison went and had Batman disappear. 
disappear into time, and he did. He ended up getting this big bat fucking fur on, and he made the bat tribe in that. And that's pretty goddamn cool. I like that. And again, th- does that mean anything? I don't know. I'm telling you, it, it's it, such a weird yeah, call because it doesn't seem to It's so go cool, though. I'm telling you, that's such a goofy story. And if people don't know, that's where you get the pirate Batman, the caveman yeah. Batman, where he's fighting while Dick Grayson and Damien were Batman and Robin at that point. Uh, it's so cool. I, I actually, I'm going to, you know what, Eric? I'm just going to make this a thing. I'm digging that, too, because right, I, was so, that I was so excited about that. It made me smile. And then you go, and the other thing is he's there. He well, has the Thanagarium worship, too. It's yeah, pretty exactly. crazy. That, that's a weird thing with the call-out of, you know, the return of Bruce Wayne and all yeah. that shit, because, you know, we know that the Batman continuity, while things are changed here and there to allow things to fit better, it is, you know, it is contained for what yes. it was previously. Like, nothing and is really lost. It's just altered here and there. No, yeah. But the idea of Bruce Wayne going back in time, we know this is a thing. We've, we've ever, well, other he just did mention it. it. He actually mentioned it in the button when, exactly. when Flash and, said, uh, you know, we're going to go. And he's know, like, listen, that, I already did that. It is such a weird thing to throw out there, though, because then you also – the events of Final Crisis is what led to that, you know, yeah. Darkseid. And up to this point, it really seems like they've, they've only fought Darkseid in the initial yep. invasion yeah. and in the Darkseid War. So it's a, it's such a weird thing to throw out there because, you know, you start throwing on this crisis seal you know, aftermath, and they're well, like, oh, what actually went down here then to get to that point? What, what I'm telling you, what I think it is, I think it's a little wink-wink uh, because I do think that this is going to mirror a bit – of that story because I think Batman, I think even the solicits kind of show and metal when we get to it where he, and he even hints at it in this where he says, I'm going to go away. And he says to Mr. Terrific with the, you know, with uh, Plastic Man and stuff like, listen, I, I may get lost. I may not come back. I Whatever. I may, I'm going away. You need to continue this shit. And I think that that is kind of a wink-wink setup that this is going to be a different version of that Bruce Wayne Batman fighting his way through. But this time right. it looks like he's going to have the whole Justice League with him and whatnot or whatever. I think that that's just kind of a point out to kind of giggle about that we're going to lead into something like that. Also, it just seems big to me uh, because if you do recognize it, it's kind of cool. And well, like just you this said, call out because it doesn't really go anywhere. It's just Carter no, looking at different nowhere. things. And the, you know, he's talking about you know a glimpse of a story that began with the first men to walk the earth, yeah. three tribes or rather four when he finds the bat one. But he's he like, found the bat and something and, else. I was yeah. part of something bigger, something beyond my control. And I'm like. Are you talking about the previous continuity? Yeah, I, I think he is. I, I think that that's part of it. I think that just us seeing all the different things and, and like, the and different masks and the manhunter. I would do everything in my hunter. power to uncover what had been taken from me. And you yeah. know, th- there's a yeah. lot of story taken from Hawkman at this yeah, point. Yeah, there was. Like I said, if this ends up being like a Wonder Woman style, the truth, the lies or whatever, and it's Hawkman and you come out of this and all we get is a Hawkman origin that they're going to go with, I think you're going to be the happiest guy ever. It's be. Christmas for Eric Shea. <laughs> Yeah, but you then Batman. Firestorm oh, you'd be so excited! Yeah, Firestorm shows up. Oh my God! And they're the nuclear men. Aaron? No, no, I don't want that. No, I don't you want don't that. want that. Batman no. then flies off to the Arctic Circle. He goes to the uh, the Fortress, Fortress of, Solitude. of Solitude, and that's where we get the Batman or the Superman that I hate. Uh, but it's pretty cool. I love when Batman goes to the Fortress because he acts like his shit don't stink. He actually always seems. It even happened when he went there during the I Am Bane and took the Robins. He walks. He's always walks inside. right back, right past Superman. He never stops at that. He just walks right by. And he basically says, listen, remember that room that we had? I, I set up. I told you never to go in. And, ba- 
and Superman's a great guy, and he's like, it's yes, so listen. weird to me. Yeah. Like, he's talking about this room. Like, I remember that room I had you make for me that I told yeah. you never to go inside, no matter what. I'm like, that's an odd request for yeah. Superman to say. That okay, sounds like Joe. a room Michael Jackson would set up at some point. Ooh. You know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, Superman's like, listen, I, I never have. And it's funny because Batman has to go through the whole thing. It'd be funny. It's like, I know what you're saying because he's like, I told you that day would come when I would need to open that door and that I would have to walk through there alone. You remember that, but yeah, yeah, I remember that too. And then I like Superman's always there to say, listen, if it's too big, I'll help you. And I, this is one of the one things I'll give Scott Snyder and James Tynan a lot of credit here because Batman usually just ignores him when he says that. And he says, listen, I do. Thank you. I do. And I thought that was a thing where you're getting this Batman, how we've had all this leading to this, where he's not. And he says, listen, I'm done keeping people away this time. I swear I'm not doing this. I understand. I just have to go in and look first. Like, I really like this, that this is a Batman that has progressed, that doesn't want to keep people out. Because it really, to me, he knows oh, he's going to need a lot of people to the what's coming up. This, this whole idea about, you know, now he's going you know, to change his ways yeah. and bring people in because he has to. No, he because he, he needs where he him. has this room and he's like asking Superman, you, oh, you know what you know what I'm talking about that room I had you about oh yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about he's like I've seen that door Bruce there's nothing in the from this yep. world that could open I'm like you've tried you yep. fucking yeah. you would have yeah, gone really. inside you just yeah but he hasn't gone in he told him he didn't go in he's no liar Eric because who was there to open the door Mister Miracle. Boom, Mr. Miracle, and uh, like Bam. the cast of characters now are so big, and, and it yeah, feels Mr. like Miracle's Jeff John in. characters. Yeah, again, that's what I mean. Yeah, and these, I think, and I hope that Scott Snyder, especially, is having a lot of fun here because he's, you know, he has been pretty Batman Joker centric. Oh yeah, totally. uh, since he started, and I think that this really opens a lot for him, where he can play around with Justice League fucking characters and other world characters. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Miracle, go uh, to open. It. And he, he, there's a cool joke there where Mr. Miracle says, what do you do with the key anyway? Which I don't know. Why didn't you just take the key and have somebody? I, I guess you can't do that. But he ends up saying, eh, I threw it in the sun. And Mr. Miracle's like, you're joking, right? Right? And they just keep going. Batman just goes. And when they open it up, Mr. Miracle's like, you know what? How, why would you do this? And also you get a full out Kirby crackle, Eric. Oh, totally. And what is it that he had in this room? Inside of this room, we have ourselves one of the monitors' vibrational fucking tuning fork towers, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. This now, is stuff now from you're just, now you're yelling crisis at us, and I'm like, yep. "This is crazy." Because I'm telling you, I don't even know what this means. Looking at this goddamn tower when I got to this page, because I think of the you know the way the universe is right now after the new 52, yeah. and like when this started, the only monitor we had was Nick's Wotan, and we saw in multiversity he's gone. All the other monitors died in Final Crisis, yep. and I'm like. Who put this here? And like, was it here from before? Yeah, like, well, you know, it seems like the he, world. Like, I just he, the yeah, whole idea. It, well, of this it seems being like he made this room mind. to put it in there. So I don't know how. Well, you that's get the thing it is, in, there, in my mind. He fucking somehow he moved found this it. here. But this is where I said, yeah. Where I said to you, though, what's, what's crazy. How did you move this? Yeah, really. And and the thing that's crazier to me is that you had Ganthet tell Hal he has to go to Earth. There's this big trouble. There's all this stuff going. And it leads him to the Batcave and goes to find out what we end up having. Having, I think that this would be more of what he would have, like, Ganthet would have seen and the rings would have been like, holy shit, there's a fucking tuning fork. We got to get this well, fucking I'm saying, tower this, this out. This vibrational tower is put here to freaking protect Earth earth from the monitor yeah. like the, the monitor put these here to protect earth because for when the crisis happened these are the things that allowed the earth to fucking you know merge yeah, yeah. so they could be saved in and the long I, run I, 
And I'm like, this just screams to me, all right, we're going to be merging parts of Earth too. Yeah, and at one point they this. were going to be used by the Monitor to freaking just actually destroy him as well and kind of get him in. And Batman says that this is something that, you know, he says, computer, run all vibrational data. So he has all that data. He's and that's the thing that. is he came here because he needed to, his back computer wasn't enough to freaking run all the data yeah. that, you know, they had because it was all like spinning everything around like a compass that couldn't point north. Yep. And he's like, okay, I, I need something bigger and to check out all compass. this data. This is what and, he went yep. to. And he said, we should be able to track the exact dimensional frequency of the dark energy. And it starts doing it. And he's like, it's time then. It's time to see what's in the dark once and for all. And this is where, uh, this is definitely going to be how he gets to that dark multiverse and how yeah. he's going to travel the deal. He's going to travel the multiverse with this tuning fork. But just seeing it is, is fucking humongous. And then we end up, it all ends where you have Hal and Duke and where I'll, they open no, up on, that door. One, the one gripe I have with this whole thing, well, like, I think it's amazing to see this goddamn tower. Yeah out of nowhere yeah. because it just opens the doors all these possibilities that leave me intrigued for the entire summer now yep. is that yeah, there's a goddamn hole in the ceiling so superman anybody could have gotten yeah, here he could have just flown door. in he that's the thing in. he he just looked in eric he never went in he never said he just like and i didn't i didn't go in there, yeah, there's, there's there's a, a giant hole, hole or is that like a rift there that it's making i don't I, it I looks don't like know. A, I, it I looks like a, a hole. hole at the top of the force to stop this is the only way you could get it in there the Kirby dots are fucking flying out and all that, sure but it's, it's it's cool as hell. And yeah, then you end with and and now we're and by this point too, I was glad we had we had gotten rid of John Romita's art out of nowhere, and yeah. it's back. And then we go and we go back to Hal and Duke in the Batcave and the other Batcave. They go behind this door and basically they look and it is the Joker. The Joker's there Holy writing Joker numbers, eyes. and yeah, he's uh, writing numbers. This uh, doesn't appear obviously he does not have a face that's cut off, so that's been healed, like you said. When yeah, we had that. And again, this is going to throw a lot of questions out there from people. Which Joker? Oh, the three Jokers, whatever, whatever's going on here. Uh, but that was something that Scott Snyder and Tom King both said that that's not their story to tell. No, not they're to not say, doing that. That's, that's but, Jeff John's deal. But not to say that we're not going to get a little of that once we get to the uh, Doomsday uh, clock, clock. Because yeah, yeah. that is Jeff John's story and throwing the Joker in here. Is crazy. I don't know if if the only thing that I could think of why the Joker was here is because of his thing where he can kind of tell that this isn't like the only world and he's like something, but it's just weird. This actually, it's a huge cliffhanger. This isn't the thing that blew my mind at all in this issue because no. he's just there, he's just and there I wonder why Ganthet and the Rings had such a problem with him being there, so I don't know. And even at that point where you had a little thing where uh, Hal was trying to scan things, and at one point it did say sensing an anomaly, and that is a weird thing that maybe that is pointing towards that three Joker thing, because that's the kind of thing that happened when Wally came and Superman had died, and that Superman right. that died, they kept saying he was an anomaly and stuff like that. But also it seemed like they were pointing that Duke might have even been one before that when the Immortal Man was kind of hinting that, that Duke may have some things going on as well. So I don't know. But again, it was probably just the Joker and how they were no, doing I don't know. It. Yeah, I don't know either. And again, and that's a lot of, of times I get upset. That's one of those things I don't want to speculate on right now Boy, because I'm, there's so many yeah. things it could be. 
And I like this because where I said a lot of times when Reverse Flash just recently died yeah. in the button, and then we had him back in the Flash in the next issue. Now, we still don't know exactly what's going on, but it really throws off like the, the coolness factor and the big event. And I said when Tim Drake died, I thought that they could have used – because the way the books were set up, you had Monster Men coming right after that. Yeah. And I really thought that it would have been a cool thing to let people hang for a month to think that Tim was dead and kind of get that and whole hype that, going. You know, Dr. And uh, then Mr. you see – yes, And then all of a sudden you see him and it's this – I like the fact – I know some people are probably it's driving them crazy that they're not going to get a continuation of this until next month. Uh, I like Do you think it's I driving like, anybody crazy that there's no Mr. Oz mentioned in this at all? Probably. For everything we've been there dealing probably with for the is. past because, year but, with Rebirth, but, with yeah. this whole mystery? And, and again, some people might be uh, pissed off that he never mentions the button or things like that. This to me seems bigger than – I'm telling you, this seems bigger than Mr. Oz. This seems so huge, especially when you hear Crisis and then see that Tuning Fork Tower. It is crazy what it, this is kind of pointing towards. And I told you before, since I started reading comics, you know, way – most of my life, Eric, not really. <laughs> but I jumped on in the New 52. Pretty much I would say Forever Evil was my biggest event. Convergence so. because of the timing, two months or whatever. But it kind of felt small. I've been looking forward to maybe getting an event where even Forever Evil we said because i said to you we never got that huge event you're like forever evil i said they took half the characters all our heroes out of the the event so Agreed, you got they this made the, hero, evil. the villains the heroes of that yeah and what i want is an event that people talk about like a crisis where you have all these characters and all of a sudden a plastic man's involved and all of a sudden you get this and that and everybody's on the board and it's starting to really feel like just, that's just where they're look going at all the heroes that you haven't seen in a while like just throwing the plastic man out there yeah. mr terrific hulk man the outsiders yeah, yeah. like holy the shit. outsiders yeah even like you have that, like there's Black Lightning in the yeah. outside. It's like, holy shit. And then you get these new guys like the Immortal Man and, and his Immortal Man and stuff. You know, it's kind of funny to me, though, because, uh, you know, you see that hologram of the Batman and the Outsiders. And you get yeah. excited if you're a fan of that kind of thing, which I am. Because I like I a lot of the too. characters. And I'm going through, I'm like, oh, man, that is so... Yeah, Katana's there. That doesn't impress yeah, me at all. Yeah, I know. Well, that, we have that actually... issued Katana nonstop for yeah, a long time Yeah, now. it does. But it kind of makes me actually respect Katana a little more because she is now, involved in if, this and she kept her that, lips shut. I'm telling you, if, that's, if that plays, though, she could be just an inside source of Batman inside of Bell Rev as well for the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. And again, because of what we see, I mean, you sit there and think like, oh, the button and, you know, they go back to Flashpoint. We see Thomas. So that's big. That is big, but it's a different timeline and it kind of disappears or whatever. When you see that fucking uh, tuning for... This throws every like the, now the timeline that, of, one of the freaking flashpoint. Yeah, the flashpoint now wonder. is so small. Now yeah. all of a sudden you could do anything, and on top of that, they're hinting that there is a multiverse on top or underneath the other multiverse because that was something that Grant Which, Morrison said. Yeah, exactly. We had that in the multiversity Grant Morrison did, where we had multiple multiverses, and the empty hand yeah. had already destroyed one and had moved on to our multiverse. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, as, so there's other. I don't multiverses. think the empty hand's gonna be a part of this i hope no. it's not because that was a very convoluted yeah, story i hope crazy. everyone could really see crazy, again but, but i'm telling you i i wouldn't even be that thrown off like name some characters i'm telling you animal man may show up the, in the next one and i'll be all fucking giddy about that and shit like that i'll be fucking go nuts if, if half the characters that we know and love say vibe shows up in the next wow. issue like it'd be about time we haven't seen him since forever Evil. yeah all these things are fucking on the table doomed eric doomed <laughs> 
he <laughs> shows do. oh he's so good but yeah and really if you want to have this where you have this crisis then you don't necessarily come out of it needing a reboot but this is the perfect thing that when this is all said and done to kind of put all the books into their proper place of what the things that you want you have a Hawkman that may have a you know a set origin you'll get Plastic Man back in the deal maybe we'll get another JLI I'm telling you one thing I'd like to see too it it doesn't matter whether we get it in here I would just like to see it at one point but elongated man back to what he was because last time we saw him in the Secret Six he had been changing the big shot I'm like yeah I, I just want you know Ralph Dibney to be Ralph Dibney just bring him back yeah, so we'll see. I mean, this could be a rebirth of a lot of characters and shit that we know and love and a way to kind of set our footing and go forward with a way that we can all agree on and go with instead and of if, us if just yelling. If all that doesn't impress you, we most likely will get Duke Thomas's code name in this as well. Yeah, we'll get the code name. The, the other thing, like I said, finally, we'll, we won't be yelling and screaming to everybody, that's not what happened in the New 52. Well, you know what? Once you have this tuning fork and all this shit and they go, things can change and whatnot. And you, you combine Earth to win and oh, you have a so reborn good. Earth. Come on, I I, I yeah. get behind that because awesome. now I got to learn all new continuity. Awesome. What'd you give it, Eric? I gave us an eight point three out of ten. I love the art, except for John Romita Jr. Because throwing him in here just lessens it the book significantly. Uh, I will tell you that it's finally just a joy, Eric, that we both enjoyed something. We're so excited. I, I'm uh, I'm actually I, I'm a t- little giddy. The other thing, though, is like I had to bring my score down just because I didn't get enough to like, you know, everything could be fine by the end of this. But just throwing Hawkman in there with a new origin really just fucking grinding my gears a bit. Doesn't grind my gears, Eric. And I told you what I was going to give this before we started. I'm going up. I told you it's a rare occurrence for me and you to talk about a book and my score goes up from what I was going to give it. I'm going up to a nine. I'm going to go to a 9. John Romita's art probably kept it from being a 9.5. That's how much I enjoyed this. That's how big it is. And, and again, like I said when I did do my Rebirth uh, special number one review, I said that it felt like an apology to people who kind of – that, hey, we lost our way in the new 52 yeah. or whatever. This seems like – not an apology, but this seems like they – okay, everybody settled down with Rebirth. We're going to start a roadmap to what we're going to get to, and it's going to be fucking huge, and I love that. I, I oh, think I'm telling you, it's it, so it just cool. seems like there's like, uh, you know, something to layer on top of the whole Rebirth because yeah. everybody's going gaga for Dr. Manhattan and Mr. Oz and what the mystery is there. We have other things that are going on besides that as well yeah. because, you know, it's not just like, you know, we have this one villain that's going to plague, but we yeah. have a whole fucking thing that's like bothering and, and, yeah. Earth on top of that. So. On top of the Rebirth banner, we're going to have the Dark Matter banner as well. Yeah, yeah. And all of these things just flying at us, throwing all these characters. I'm like, you know what? I'm all for it. Give me all you yeah, got. Yeah, and I'll things. tell you, uh, does it make sense for me to say that since we didn't get any Watchmen things at all, it seemed, unless we missed something, no, I actually I like this better? Because I, 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 well, that's, that, that, I was trying to get to that point earlier where I was talking about how do you think people would be upset because there is no Mr. Oz throwing, yeah, thrown yeah. out there just because they continue I, I'm Rebirth? I'm so much happier. So much. I, so I, I, much I like happier. the fact that we don't see him at all because this nope. is something you know on another level. You know, different. we have this, this still going level. on with Rebirth, but this is something else going on. And that I know people love the whole Watchmen thing. I'll go on record once again, which I said all along. It doesn't intrigue me at all. I don't really want the Watchmen characters in this universe. So that's why this story, this is in this universe. It makes sense. It seems epic. This seems like it's setting up something. Now, again, in two months from now, uh, we may be crowing a whole different fucking singing a different tune. But at this point, it seems like the start of something that 10 years from now, people will be like, holy shit, remember that. Like you at break, at one, you're reading uh, Christ of Infinite Earth. Like you're going back and reading that. 
I hope that this is the start of a story that's like that. That later on when I'm 90, Eric, I'm rereading it and loving it and going with it because I loved it. So I'm going to give it a you, 9 you out of 10. any characters in your mind that you want to see thrown out there? I said I want Animal Man. I want to have Animal Man so that they can see, see what's going on. Who? I'm saying, you know, you, you really need, because we're bringing back, we're doing the Plastic Man thing where, yeah. you know, he's been around, but he's been contained. So we're kind of throwing different continuity, not different continuity, just altered to a degree, stuff we didn't know about. Here's what's been going on. We have, you know, the freaking Hawkman thing. Yeah. To, to redo things and make it right in the world, I say we throw the question out there. That would be good because everybody's been we have wanting not had a question a proper book question. forever. Uh, you, like you said, I would like Firestorm. I'd like him back. Uh, there are so many it's cool Shazam things. in this bitch. I would uh, again, Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, uh, everybody Manhunter. wants him there. Uh, you got. I'm going through some things here. I'm, uh, Booster Gold would be huge. And oh, Booster Gold again. When you have a promise that Rebirth was going to bring back the fun and the legacy and stuff that and. To me, when you see Plastic Man, it doesn't mean that Booster is going to be, but that's the kind of fun that I do want. I think that would be cool. When we were uh, just talking, though, I'm thinking, you know, we got this big mystery on our hands. Who else better to get than fucking the question? Yeah, the question would be cool. Uh, I'm just thinking of also like different things that uh, Batman, like characters he would go to to try to help him out with what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There, any character I'm telling you that we haven't seen, I'd love. But I really would like Animal Man, and I'm gonna say Booster Golden. Like I said, Vibe would be cool. Oh, uh, Vibe. That's why really I cool. like like when you're reading. Uh, crisis uh, again at break and you just say oh my god this character just showed up for a bit it's so fun like Next, they're they the haunted tank yeah yeah haunted <laughs> tank shows up starts talking <laughs> hey guys i i just got into fucking uh gotham and boy my treads are tired but boom I get so excited, though, just I'm paging through again as we're talking here, and like just the idea of Mr. Terrific being, you know, back in a story on yeah. this earth, and it makes sense, because we've yeah, had him does. thrown in a different, a few different things here and there, and he was just there, and it never made sense to any kind of continuity. Yep. Here uh, he's been going awesome. back and forth between this earth yeah, and it's so like, awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. But, Eric, that is the spotlight. The spotlight sure is. is over. And we're going to turn it off. But I, I do want to remind people again. I know that probably people end up getting sick of me saying it. But do, we do have I that don't. Patreon account. It is at uh, patreon.com slash weird science. And you know what? We're two guys that just fucking like to talk comics and things like that. We do put a lot of effort into it. And really to me, it's a matter of just feeling appreciated there. Because DC doesn't appreciate it. Because unfortunately for them, we don't just get on and say everything's great. So if you do enjoy what we do just check it out like i said i promise you that you will get your money's worth uh and we're just going to add more and more the more you know if we hit these goals with money we're going to add more and more shows including like me and eric doing audio uh movie commentaries we're going to have and a maybe at some point we podcast. get to another thing it's going to be video one of the first things yeah we're we do, wanted to do cry baby brian Yep, oh, cry no, baby. No, no, it's scaredy no, no. cat. Scaredy cat, Brian. Scaredy Brian. And yeah. yeah, there's a little. That is wrong turn. Wrong turn's name is Brian. We're lifting the veil because I we have been so we've been scaring him all week. And uh, every time we do, we call him Scaredy Brian, and he gets mad. <laughs> and every time you scare him, I mean, I'm telling you, we'll go into it. I think in the regular podcast, I want to go into the, oh, the intricate ways that we are scaring, including Eric hiding in a trash can for a probably dumpster. a half hour. <laughs> And a dumpster. 
just to scare Brian and we're scaredy Brian. We come oh, laughing, term. but we want to get uh, we want to make videos of it and they'd be hilarious, scaredy Brian. But yeah, I just want to remind everybody as well if you're listening to this uh, spotlight, you like what we did, you can come and listen to our regular big podcast on Sunday. But on our Patreon, we're going to have a uh, exclusive Patreon only spotlight that will come out Friday night and that will be new Superman number 12 with Reggie. And also before that, we're going to play the game is wrong turn right with scaredy ah. brian answering such questions as who would you kill if you had the chance richard richardson or dancing mike and i will tell you he, <laughs> he answers no idea, he doesn't know. say i don't know he answers and uh, also other things like what would scare eric the most is one of the questions what is the, who is the president of the united states of america a lot of questions like that also before we do play the game where you and reggie are going to compete eric i will play past uh is wrong term right answers and questions because I have a lot to get on everybody my phone. on the trolley of what he yeah. is capable yes, of. Yes, you got to see, you got to set a base because I will even have like things like who is your favorite musical act, and you asked him seven times. You may get seven answers, and you'll it's see true. this beforehand. It's so fun. Uh, I even told you this time, you had to go away. I did not want any cheating. You went down the line. Uh, we were outside at break, and you were smoking like a badass while I was quizzing Wrong Turn, who was blowing his vape smoke in my face. And if it's you were listening last week, right in your face. yeah, right in my face. And if you listened last week, that same behavior got him slapped in the face by a lady we work with. And I did, in fact, slap him in the face when he did that. I reached over, fucking slapped him right in the face. He, what? I'm like, that's what happens when you blow shit in somebody's face. It was fucking awful. It was so sickening, yeah. sweet, a smell. It was driving me nuts, Eric. But, yeah, that is the spotlight, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, the, these questions, though, when he answers, the best part is you have things. I And, actually, I'll also tell you, I asked him, whose run on Batman is better? Scott Snyder's or Tom King's? He answers, Eric. He has and you know an what? answer that boy can't for read. that. And, and sometimes it's weird. Sometimes I always think that what he does is just answers with the last thing he heard. It's not true. It's not always true. Even no. the things that he doesn't know about, he sits there too. And those gears are grinding. <laughs> when he's sitting there thinking, and then he, he answers, and it makes me – there's times where I'll have to, I start laughing because it's so <laughs> funny that I'm like – what the? And I'm, I think I'm going to have to explain things. He just goes with it. And then the simplest things, sometimes he'll just like, like, what's your favorite color? I don't know. I don't know where it's an I don't know for that, but yet well, he'll he, tell he you. all colors, Jim. He'll tell you who he would kill, Richard Richardson or Dancing Mike. And I'll tell you, those two are immortalized in Wrong Turn's mind now. So watch out. <laughs> when it's revealed who it is, that person better watch out. Because wrong turn is crazy, but yeah, uh, you'll hear all that this week. We're crazy have a lot scared. of nonsense. Uh, when you go and listen to our regular podcast, we'll have listener mail, rant and raves, a lot of reviews. But yeah, just Shit check out our Patreon, reviews. give us a, a little smile on our face, show us that it's worth doing. And that's it, Eric. What do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Turn it off. <laughs> oh, yeah.